Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 97. Eh, I didn't play it. City of Heroes, as far as I know, it's City of Bums. September 9th, 2012. Thank you for joining us in another episode. And important announcement, we are still alive. Yeah, finally. Yeah, well, it's been a um, pretty hectic two weeks for me and and Patrick too. But uh, we're back, and j- tonight I have with me just Patrick. Yay! What to do? And I am your host, Jeremy Frank. Um, just because of scheduling conflicts, he's not here this week, but he will be here next uh, next next podcast. He told me he heard you were sick, and he didn't want to take a chance of of catching it. Oh yeah, that that makes so so much sense. No, but yeah, I am. I am still recovering from my sickness. Um, I'm well on the other side of, of it. I was sick last week, um, so I should be fine. You probably won't notice for another three weeks. Whatever. Hey, you know what? Desiree got me sick this time. Damn. And then he blames it on his wife, who's at work working her ass off, so you can sit at home right now and do a podcast. What a dick! Darn right. Make my money. I'm just kidding, people. Just, all right, so let's get into what right into what we've been playing, and I see we both have pretty short lists for uh, what two and a half weeks. But well, again, uh, yeah, like, but I, yeah, well, whatever. Like I said, it's, it's been it's been a, a crazy two weeks. I know for both of us. All right, so my list consists of one game, and it's just World of Warcraft. Sad. Uh, the main. Well, I, I I I did play some Skyrim, but it was so little that I just didn't even put it on there. But um. The reason I've been playing so much WoW is sad. Just sim- whatever. Just simply because I needed something to uh, uh, a mindless ga- a mindless game to play, and there really is no game more mindless than World of Warcraft. So, um, like I did said, I did t- uh, put on Skyrim um, for the uh, one of the DLCs, but it did not work for some reason. So. I haven't played since. Um, I heard it was a there was a bug on like a limited amount of computers, PCs that it affected. Uh, I'm sure it's probably fixed by now, but you know I, I just haven't gotten back on there. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. How about you, Pat? Um, well, I have more than that, but of course, Gears of War three. Of course. Uh, got up to just recently got up to. Uh, I th- 77, I believe, prestige once. Nice. Um, played some Borderlands. In fact, I played it last night with one of my friends. I was trying to help him out, but he's such a uh, lower level than like me and my other friend. Well, my one friend, she maxed out. I guess you can only go up to 61. Oh, okay. And she maxed out. She's done everything in that game. I'm still at level 42 or something. Yeah. But he's like, uh, excuse me. He's like a level forty. I mean, a twenty like two or some bullshit. So like we're killing things and stuff like that, and like I'm getting one XP, five XP. I think the most I've seen is fifteen. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's John did the same thing. He 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 was level I think forty two or maybe maybe even higher, maybe even the fifties when when we played our first playthrough. 
Yeah, and then um, but yeah, so then I beat Dead uh, Death Island again uh, with my second character. Cool. There's an achievement I'm working for, which is pretty much it's not you don't have to beat it with every character, but it's at least get off the first island, like pretty much oh. out of the first act. Um, and uh, with all four characters, and I've done it with two. My um, the th- second chick, I always forget her name, the one that throws the knives. I'm pretty much almost off the island with her, and then I just started over one with Sam B. So it won't take me long to run through that just to get that achievement. Okay. Cool, cool. Um. Then I played. I borrowed uh, Sleeping Dogs and beat it. I still got to go back and do like the side missions and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But there's stuff in Sleeping Dogs that I wish. Excuse me. Yeah. There's stuff in Sleeping Dogs that I wish was in Grand Theft Auto. Uh huh. Stuff in Grand Theft Auto that I wish was in Sleeping Dogs. Because okay. they're both open war world, but yeah. Um, like. The fighting system, I wish was in sleeping. I mean, it was in Grand Theft Auto. Granted, you know, like we'll just take the recent one, Grand Theft Auto Four. Nico isn't a kung fu master or whatever, but just the the fact that okay, you hit X and he'll do regular hits. If you hold down X, he'll do a super hit or or you know like a heavy hit. Y is pretty much the reverse attacks, you know, and stuff like that. It just made it like to me a little more easier and, and fun. Um. But then stuff like uh, driving, for example, because uh, the turning was sucked in that car. Oh, yeah. especially, especially like sometimes you have to um, like some in the main streets of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Everything there's like small turns and stuff like sharp turns, and it's like only one lane street, and you just turning sucks. Um, another thing too is um, the cops. No matter how, unless you have one of the really fast cars, mm-hmm. the cops always catch you. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like I they I, I made the, a couple times made the cops run into a wall, and I'm like, cool, I should be able to get away now. And it's like in the instant, they they caught up to me, and they're or they're passing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm on a motorcycle and I'm freaking flying down this. I'm cutting in and out of traffic. They have to go through these cars, but yet they're catching up to me. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty crazy. Um, one of the things that I did like though is like when you're you can't do this when you're in a motorcycle, but when you're in a car, you can um, hit a certain button and he, the car you can make the car ram uh-huh. another car to knock them off the road or whatever, and it actually helps like in car chases or so that's pretty much how you had to get away from the cops. You couldn't, unless you, like I said, you had like one of the extremely fast cars. You couldn't outrun them. You had to pretty much like slam them into shit until their cars exploded, and that's how you got away. That's crazy. But, yeah, but it'd be cool if that was in a Grand Theft Auto like that. Um, be able to make the cars jump like I mean, uh, swerve into the, the other car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then also, um, one thing I didn't like, which was I know it's not. This is not what the story's supposed to be based on, but. They were setting up these storylines, like with these relationships. Mm-hmm. Like this first chick you meet, her name's like Amanda or something like that, and she's voiced by Emma Stone. Oh, okay. And she and you she, you end up taking her to this um, kung fu place that it turns out to be that's where you grew up when you were a kid. That's who you trained with was this master. 
Because mm-hmm. you know, in 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 this game, you you were in Hong Kong for a while. I mean, this, they don't you don't play this part, but it, like they give you the backstory. You were in Hong Kong for a while, and then you went to San Francisco, but then you came back. And like, uh-huh. I mean, everybody knows you're a cop undercover, but um, so you go on one date with her or something like that after you take her place, and she even says, "Oh, this is a date." Blah blah blah. You kiss, and then. I can't wait to see you again. And you don't hear from her for the rest of the game. There's no place to go to meet her. There's, you can't call her in your phone. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Kind of like a uh, not empty, uh, like loose ends. Yeah, and it's just like they they it's like they they were setting it up that something big was going to happen with it, and nothing. Another girl, she called. You had to deliver to her on a job, and she call. She calls you up. She wants to hang out. She's all excited. Oh, I can't wait to see you again. You're crazy. You're a crazy guy. Da, 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 I love that. Uh huh. Don't hear from her for the rest of the fucking game. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's just kind of like, and I know it's not supposed to be focused on that, but it's like, why? If you put it out it, there, you might as well do something with it. So much if you're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, overall, it's a fun game. the The freestyle running, uh, I think the way they set that up, it's, I, it, it, there's stuff in it with, with some of the way, that, way they did it that would have been kind of cool, like in Assassin's Creed. If like like you hit A right before something, and he'll do a ju- certain kind of jump, you know. But at, then again, because you know, like in Assassin's Creed, pretty much all you do is run and hit hold A, and he'll probably pretty much do everything. But in this game, it's like they kind of made it seem like that had a big part of the game, and to me, there really wasn't enough of it. Uh huh. I mean, in a couple of main chases and story modes, yeah, okay. But like, if I'm running from the cops, there's really it's hard to find areas to be able to do that stuff. Oh um, yeah. Especially in the main city, because like, okay, it, right away it's all open, all, the whole, all of Hong Kong. Like, whereas in Grand Theft Auto, say you, you know you have to get past a certain amount of missions to get to the next island or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all open. You can go wherever the hell you want. Um, and, and as you progress, the same thing as in Grand Theft Auto. Like you start in the shitty apartment, and then all of a sudden you're getting a better apartment. Then uh-huh. you got, a house, and then you got even a better house, you know, or some bullshit. Um, but, uh, like I said, to me, like if you just wanted to say run around free and, and try to do that free run or whatever the hell, what's it called free running? Yeah, free running. It, it's pretty much unless you're in a mission. It, or you know exactly where the rooftop is that you can do it from a previous mission. Uh-huh. There's really nothing in there for it. Okay. So it's kind of like they advertise that that's part of the part of the big of the game, but unless you're doing it in a mission, you don't really ever get to really do it. Yeah. So also you only get to carry pretty much two weapons and after a mission usually you lose your gun. That well, I, I guess again, it, it's not really focused on weapons, right? But then there, there'll be a couple missions in a row where you need firepower, and usually it ends up oh, you there's just happens to be one on the ground while you're walking into this one area, so you get to pick it up and you have a gun now. Well, okay. Oh, that's it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but. Um, I mean, it's still fun, and like I said, I beat it already, and, and I had a lot of fun playing it. There's like side missions that I still want to do. There's a um, there's ones where there's drug dealers and you you got to arrest the main guy like dealing. Uh huh. But what you do is you go there, you beat the shit out of everybody, then you hack a video camera, 
And then you later on go back in surveillance. When you find the guy, the main guy, you hit arrest and they come and arrest them and stuff like that. And you get points for it. Here's the stupid thing. Why are all these people doing drugs and doing all this illegal shit right underneath the camera in the first place? Uh-huh. It's kind of like, yeah, let's do, let's do drugs and prostitute all these, these whores. But hey, look, there's a, there's no surveillance camera around here. Maybe we should do one underneath one. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Stupid, but. Nonetheless, it's still it was a really fun game. I recommend checking it out. You know, um, there yeah, like I said, there was I, unless they make a sequel, there's some loose things that I would that, that seem kind of you know gone. I mean, they, they let loose ends like you said earlier that I wish that they kind of you know I don't want to get into too much without giving some of the stuff away. Yeah, let's just say something happens to someone close to you in the game, and after a while, it, it was kind of like an afterthought. Uh-huh. Like, really, it's not like you're really trying to do anything big to continue with. You know, I don't know. It's, you kind of get the idea of what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. So, but it, it was fun. But that's all I've been playing. So, I'll move on to what's coming out for the week of 9-9 to 9-15. Cool, cool. Uh, NBA Ballers Beats for the 360. It looks like it's also a Connect game. Oh, uh, Okay. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 for the PS3 and the 360. NHL 13, PS3, and the 360. Uh, normally, I don't put these games on here, but since it's Double Dragons, I will. Double Dragons Neon for the PSN and the XBLA. And Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Raven Strike. <laughs> I'm guessing that's DLC? Um... Maybe it is. Is I didn't know did this game already come out. Oh, yeah, it just came out last week, didn't it? I or not last week, maybe a couple weeks ago, I think. But I should say Future Soldier. I don't know why the hell only says Future. I typed out Soldier. Oh yeah, got a race. Anyways, maybe it is um, DLC. Yeah, I, think, I think it's probably DLC. Yeah, I think DLC. So that's usually it says DLC. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. All right, well, that's what's coming out this week, and we're going to take a quick break. I know it's not much, but uh, this is just going to be a short podcast. Um, come, we'll have a full podcast starting next week, of course. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Handsome Jack. This tyrant will be the end of us all. All right, we are back from our break, and we're getting getting into some news this week. The news, though, I, I just wanted to say, um, uh, sorry, uh, Jeremy, for that ass kicking I gave you in fantasy football today. Oh, really? Was it that bad? I didn't even look. One twenty-three to seventy-nine. 123? Yeah. Nice for you. Damn straight. 
All right. So then let's uh yeah. All right. Well, the Connect price has been dropped in um basically everywhere around the world except for Europe and Japan. It has been dropped from uh one one forty nine ninety nine to one oh nine ninety nine. Uh basically a forty dollar price drop and you know, people are just saying it's it's kind of like one of those progressive things. You know, it, it's not for any particular reason except that it's time. You know, for a price price drop. Well, and the fact that they're planning on they're, they're already talks more about the Xbox Seven Twenty. So, why would they start dropping prices on shit? Try to sell as many units as they can before the new system comes out. Yep, that too, of course. I mean, that's always that's always a factor. Um, well, uh, no surprise, but Madden sells 1.65 million the first week. Yeah, I mean, uh, you say no surprise, and I guess when I read it, I wasn't surprised, but it just makes me shake my head. Why? Well, just because, you know, I hear so many people, uh, everybody I know who plays it, right, who buys it, says that, like, you know, around probably like June. Oh, I don't know if I'll buy it this year because it's usually just more of the same. You know, I should really start buying it like every other year, every third year. And then the day it comes out, they own it. That's what makes me laugh about it. Well, well it happens. Yeah. I mean, Madden's Madden. It's always going to be there. And everybody says that, but at the same time, the people that they normally play that game with is going to have the new one. So Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I kind of would like to get the new one, and granted, I had last year's, um, but um, they, like I said, they did actually, from what I understand, did some more improvement stuff on it with the action cameras plus the connect features. Uh-huh. Pretty cool. But um, it's not a priority for me. I still haven't gotten Darksiders 2 yet, so. Oh, did that come out? I thought it was, you know, like, in August, like... <laughs> Second week of August or something. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it didn't come out yet. And then Borderlands Two. Uh, I'll have that day one. That yeah, that's something that's more of a priority than um, than anything else. So. Yeah, I mean Borderlands Two is my priority right now, and and I haven't bought a game in a while, but that was my priority. All right. So uh, next story: Paragon Studios is shutting down, and along with it. Say so long to City of Heroes. I don't which, play. Yeah, I know. I don't play it anymore, but it, it's bittersweet for me. Be- well, not bittersweet. It's just it's negative because uh, I played it a lot. And when it went free to play, I played it again for a good – I probably got to level 30 on my on my uh, free to play characters or character. Um, and it, it's just kind of sad. It was launched in 2004 and um, by Cryptic Studios. Um, and yeah, it'll be closing sometime by the end of this year. It's just, it, they have a, they have a lot of, uh, people, dedicated people, just not enough to keep it going as a free to play MMO. Um, it's, it's sad because it was the first, uh, superhero, as far as I know, it was the first superhero, uh, MMO. And I think if you had played it, Patrick, you would have probably really liked it. But then at the same time, then you got MMOs coming out like DC Universe. I mean, I can play as a make-believe. Well, they're all make-believe, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I can play in a world that these heroes don't actually exist or DC Universe where these comics and movies are all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Interact with my favorite superheroes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. 
Um, and that's probably DC Universe was probably part of it. Although I I, I believe City of Heroes was a better game um, mechanically, but of course you know things like uh, uh, graphics and and modern touches. Of course, you know uh, DC Universe had for obvious reasons. It was just a much newer newer game. Um, but yeah, it, it's sad because like I think it was just last year when I when I played I put in a good probably two three weeks of gameplay in it in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun, but it happens, especially with MMOs. They've had a nice run, uh, what uh, eight years? So it's not bad for an MMO. Nope. <clears throat> well, um, typical Nintendo. Uh, Zelda. There will be a Zelda for Wii U, but not until 2014. So once again, the console will probably come out with no big major titles. What are you going to do? Well, it'll have a Mario. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. It'll be a Mario. Yeah, but, I know. I'm, just, uh, I'm just, just joking with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they they tend to do this. It's It's... And but you know what I mean? I think even even though they'll never have success like they did with the Wii again, I still say that Nintendo has enough loyal fans that I think the Wii U will do just fine. You know? Well, I mean, I plan on getting it eventually. Yeah, same here. I I, I will most likely have one that zombie U game. Yeah, I probably won't have one day one, but you know, I'll probably pick a, the system up eventually within the first two years, I'd say. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they don't need day one games. They don't need a huge day one launch, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They're Nintendo, I mean. So you would think that they would have, you know. They would try harder? <laughs> you know, or like, like I said, I mean, like, look how long people were waiting for another Kid Icarus game, and it's on the 3DS only. Yeah. You know, or how long they've been waiting for another Kirby game, and they get Kirby Yarn. Well, yeah, but that was a good game, but you're right, it wasn't a true Kirby game. But that's what I mean. It's like, I'm not, I, well, I didn't play it, and I'm not going to say it was a shitty game or not. Yeah. I give that judgment, but I'm just saying, if I, as a Kirby fan, if I want to play a Kirby game, it's not Kirby fucking yarn. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean, and, and I don't understand why, why they don't do the... Like, some of these bigger video game companies, like Nintendo and Square Enix, but that's a whole other story... Um, some of the some of these these big companies that it's like they listen to their fans, but then it's like, hey, we're gonna do this for you, but it's gonna be like on mobile, like you said with Kid Icarus, or or we're gonna do this for you, but it's not gonna be exactly like you asked for it, you know. So I I don't know. It's one of those things. It's it's um. I mean I mean I guess Zelda games are always good, you know, just like Final Fantasy games are always good. So, you know, the fact that it'll come out in 2014, at least we know it'll come out. Yeah, I mean, I still never played Twilight Princess. It, like, I took it out of the wrapping and that was it. Don't ask me why I never did. I think cause Smash Brothers came out too, not too far after, and I just was all about Smash Brothers. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I heard, I mean, just speaking of things, I heard, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but the Smash Brothers was also talked about for the Wii U. Oh, of course there's going to be another Smash Brothers. Yeah, I mean, they already they already basically confirmed it. I don't know. It's either confirmed or, um, you know, strong rumor. I think we talked about it. I'm not sure, though. It was it was like a month ago. 
All right, so uh, this is great news for everybody who uh, likes Ubisoft games, which um, you know both of us do. Although we don't play them on PC, but <coughs> Ubi- sorry, Ubisoft uh, Ubisoft is ditching its DRM for PC. Um, and we've talked about this before that Ubisoft has the worst DRM because it required it it required always on connection to play their games. Meaning, if you wanted to play an Assassin's Creed game, um. Pretty much anywhere, but you you had to have internet connection to even even start playing Ubisoft or uh, uh, Assassin's Creed games. Um, this changed with a couple of their recent games, um, but people were like, "Well, is it going to be is it going to be for all their games?" Because some games were coming out with it, some games weren't. Well, they announced uh, a couple. I think it was earlier this week or last week that they are no longer going to require the always on connection. They will still require a single-time activation online. The first time you play the game, you have to be online to confirm, you know, that you bought. It's a retail copy, um, which you know I can live with that. Uh, I have no problem with that. Uh, the other thing that the, the the CEO of the company came out and said, as much as ninety-three to ninety-five percent of all their games played are bootleg. Now, there's no statistics to back that number up, but that's internal numbers by Ubisoft says that only about 5 to 7% of the people who play their games are actually people who paid, and that's because of their DRM. So they're hoping by, by getting rid of DRM, people like me who, you know, who can have the option of either supporting the company or bootlegging it are going to now support the company because we don't feel like they're against us. Now, granted, I've never, uh, I, I don't play Ubisoft games on PC, but you know, I'm just trying to make an example. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's great news for anybody who plays them on PC. Um, I believe that the 360 and PS3 versions of the games, uh, do not, I don't know if they, I don't think they were ever required always on. Um, I know that they required some sort of internet connection to start, but I'm not sure about uh, anything else. I, I I think that the console games are staying the same. But I remember um, Frank was talking about it a couple a couple uh, podcasts ago that uh, Ubisoft their servers went down. He couldn't pe- play one of his games for like two days. So you know, yeah. So this will change that. This will make it to where if their servers go down, you just can't. Start a new game, a brand new game, but you know if you've already activated it, then you can play it all you want. So, I think I think it's a good thing. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Epic Studio, oh, Epic owns. <laughs> try again. Yes, let's try this again. Epic opens a Seattle studio and to fo- mostly focus on Unreal Engine Thor. So, what is that? What? Is- they're, well, you know, they have the Unreal Engine 3. And I, I heard that they were making the Unreal Engine. Yeah, so I guess they're opening up a studio in Seattle, and it's just basically right now focusing on the Unreal Engine 4. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, on, on developing it and everything. Well, that's cool, then. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll do more than that there, but... And they'll probably develop it and come out with maybe a... Um... Uh, uh, either an, an IP or maybe an Unreal tournament based off of it, probably something like that. Yeah, like, like I said, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more going on there than, um, you know, just uh, Unreal Engine Four. But 
makes sense to open a whole studio just to develop an engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's cool though. I mean, that that's cool. I mean, they obviously know that um they depend on the, their Unreal Engine for pretty much any everything. That's what the company runs off of. Their games, they they uh license out the engine to tons of companies, so they better make it good, you know. <laughs> yep. That's cool. Yeah, uh Unreal Engine 4, I think they they showed some screenshots at I think it was E3 this year and it was uh it looked really impressive, uh, or not screenshots but videos and such, so that that's that's cool. Uh, our last piece of news is actually just a piece of media that uh, I me and Patrick checked out before the podcast. I, I thought I wanted to share with you. Um, there's a there's a really awesome fan made trailer for a Final Fantasy VII movie, um, and basically the trailer just goes through the opening cutscene. With Arius in uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, it, it was really it really looked cool. They they did a really good job of recreating that that scene. Um, and I was telling Patrick, Patrick never played Final Fantasy VII, so he doesn't really know much about the characters. But the only thing that looked dumb and and kind of like low budget. I mean, granted, this is a fan made trailer, so you know what what can you say? But uh, Barrett looked uh his his gun hand looked um pretty almost like cardboard but other than that the whole video was really awesome really really worth checking out um the I end- like i mean e- even games i don't normally watch or play i mean like yeah. it's still cool to see when people do these kind of things exactly i mean you, you enjoyed all the uh skyrim stuff that came out all the you know live action skyrim stuff that was all cool yeah um, but the weird thing is, uh, at the just like the- look at all the videos they did, the web videos they did for um, Dragon Age. Oh yeah, Dragon Age and and Fallout too. I don't know if you ever watched those. I never watched those, but uh, I didn't even know they did them for Fallout. They have a whole mini series for Fallout. Um, the the other thing that was weird is at the end of the trailer, it shows Cloud assuming that he's dead, and then like you know the classic. Moves his hand, kind of thing. Well, it's like uh, I think what it is is like he was fighting. If anything, he was fighting Sephiroth or something, and then like all that crashing when she went and when she came out the side to see what's going on, he came through the roof. Like if he like if he landed, but I think he did fall through the roof in the game at one point. That's what I'm saying. Like I, because she he wasn't there when she was first there. You know what I'm saying? And then she, all this crashing and stuff that she goes outside. People are running around. People are hurt. And then all of a sudden, you know, she she hears something. She goes back inside, and there's all of a sudden there's the sword. And okay, you know. well that that does actually make a little more sense. I didn't even, um, I guess I didn't put the two and two together. But yeah, really awesome. I'll have it in the show notes. Check it out. It's a like I said, really cool video for anybody who likes Final Fantasy, even uh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's it for news this week. Pretty short, like I said. Uh. We'll be back full strength next podcast. Um, that's about it. And yep. we'll be back on schedule, too. Yeah, well, yeah. We're no longer recording on Sundays due to uh, football. football. But uh, we will find another date and – or not date, but another uh, day of the week to record and try to keep it as consistent as possible. And, yeah, so starting in two weeks, Frank will be back. Or, you know what I mean, a week after this comes out, sorry. Uh, Frank will be back, uh, back to a regular podcast, and, you know, episode 100 is coming up real quick. Real It'll be quick. a lot better than this one. I, I mean, not because it's just the two of us, but 
we both had long days and a long couple of weeks. A lot of shit's happened, so. <laughs> just so you know, like I said, just where we are still here, and we'll be doing them on a no- normal occasion. I realize this episode doesn't isn't filled with the normal energy that we normally have, especially coming from me. But like I said, it's been a long couple weeks. <laughs> a lot of shit's happened. Yeah. So. We'll be back in full force next week for sure. All right. Well, either way, thanks for joining us. And as always, I will say, give a shout out to, well, actually, let me say our stuff first. Our email is kvgt04 at gmail.com. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. And Twitter, I am at kvgtjeremy, and Patrick is at solo 64 and our podcast, you can uh, tweet us at KVGT Podcast. Um, now, onto our friends at NerdgasmNetwork.com. Extra- Even those guys have been kind of dicks lately. Dicks. Yeah. Especially uh, that Ryan guy. I mean, have you seen our form? I mean, our on our do- Google Docs? No. For people they'd like to see come fight in verses? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah, extraplay.info, rpgweekly.com, noquarters.net, superbudgetbrothers.com, and budget. the Intrepid Audio Productions, which, give me one second. I, I was going to say, did you change the thing by mistake or what? Uh, I, oh, I, no, here, this is right. For some reason on my other one, it, was, it, was, it said something else. It didn't say intrepid.lipson.com. It said something else. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you threw me off. You have a different one. Oh, he, he changed it? No, it's just I didn't know it. So you can find Intrepid at... Come on, where's my plugs? Uh, BeyondTheHeadset.co So that's the right one. That's their blog. The one that we've been giving out goes straight to their uh, episodes. Okay. So either one's fine, but, you know, it's a lot easier to go ahead and uh, uh, give BeyondTheHeadset.co Hell Beyond. That's it for this week. And we'll see you guys soon.